So I'm talking with uh, Timothy Michael Wynn here about his uh, new score for The Darkness 2, a uh, sequel to the hit game. And uh, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Ah, th- thank you. Um, so to start off, uh, how'd you get into music and, and what led you to composing for, for film and, and other visual medias? Um, I mean, I, I started off, uh, you know, much like, you know, the teenagers where you're in a rock band, you know, just wanting to write music, wanting to, um, you know, perform for people. And, you know, that went well, uh, you know, and during high school and, you know, I wrote a lot of music that way. Um, and then, you know, you turn 18 years old and, and, uh, you're looking for an outlet to where, where your music can go and, uh, what you can do with musical talents. And, and, uh, it just, you know, came to pass that, um, you know, I really liked, I, from, I liked the, uh, the idea of music going with visuals, um, in the classical field, you know, Debussy with his, uh, you know, 20th century tone poems and things like that. That was sort of the, the genesis with it, you know, stuff that music that had a visual sort of connotation. Um, you, you know, uh, another piece like Gustav Holtz and the Planets was something that was very um, influential to me. And mm-hmm, so, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, it's just I, I, I loved how, you know, you could you know, uh, when, when Mer- Mercury comes on, you could imagine, oh, it's, you know, it's really fast, you know, piece that goes, you know, and yeah, it's like, yeah. wow, it's just like how Mercury, you know, would sound to me. And, and, uh, uh, I, I always liked that. I liked how, how music went with a description or a visual or some sort of, um, you know, uh, backstory. Um, and so, uh, that's what kind of got me going. And, and, uh, one of the teachers, um, uh, you know, commented about going to the USC, uh, school for you know film and music and that sort of stuff. So that's uh, where I ended up uh, going and and went and uh, you know got my degree in in uh, in music for you know film scoring and and uh, you know I haven't looked back since. And uh, so, you know, are you are you from LA or did you move move out here? No, I, I am. I'm from. I kind of grew up in a city uh, near Long Beach called uh, Seal Beach. Okay, so you're close by then. But <laughs> yeah, to- yeah, and and I grew up. Um, disliking USC intensely. My dad went to UCLA, um, and uh, I, I, I did look in to go to UCLA, but they they didn't really. They were very, um, um, you know, just into classical sort of stuff, and they didn't really have a. At, at, now you have a little bit more of a selection there. They have a US, UCLA extension. That's okay, but um, you know, I, I really wanted to go to the, the, the top school for for the field. And so that's where I, I met with Buddy Baker, the, um, the, uh, the director at the time. And I just, you know, he really made me feel at home. And, and, and after meeting with him, there was no doubt where I want, you know, I wanted to go to school. Right. Um, so with, uh, with video games, uh, video games have, you know, been growing, you know, with technology over the past few years and they've been continually being pushed music wise and, uh, music has been, you know, such a huge substantial role in them. Um, for you, what does video game composing offer that offer a composer that that a film or TV can't do? Well, I, I think video games um, they they like to be more say horizontal with the music rather than vertical, and what that means is um, they have to be much more flexible with with the the tracks because they have to be able to go from one place to another place to if the you know change pretty much instantaneously um so you need to write in a very wide uh wide range where um you don't just give them a stereo track anymore uh or you know for the most part some games you do but 
Um, but, uh, you know, the, it, giving them flexibility, giving the audio director flexibility. So, um, if you had say 10 stems that if it, it, the, the track would still sound really good, if you just had, you know, stems one, which may be the percussion and stems, you know, three, which is the orchestra going, and then, you know, another stem of guitar or another different, you know, just different variations, of, of how the track in, uh, works out. So um, it, it really adds, it allows you to really edit the music well and, and you know, really tailor it um, for, for the game player. And uh, do you find that your writing is, I guess, since you have all this kind of, you have to do these separate, you know, very little things, do you find your writing is less constricted since you're not really confined to a locked picture other than, you know, cutscenes? Yeah, I mean, I, I in some ways yes, in some ways no. Uh, the thing about writing to uh, you know the cutscenes or or when you're doing it to movies or TV, you have uh, you know you have an impetus to write to. You have uh, a you know you here's the problem, uh, a scene. All right, how do you write a piece of music to solve the problem to give you all the nuances and, and things like that? Right. Um, so yeah, so in in some ways it's it can be a little bit more challenging. Um, because you're writing not, you know, you, you have to just write in a more broad sense rather than a real specific sense. And, um, you know, when you're writing in a, in a, a more broad sense, it's, it, it can be, you can second guess yourself because there isn't as many sort of rules other than, you know, than, you know, your imagination. But, but when you, um, when the cutscenes are, it's, there's a pretty obvious, at least to me anyway, there's an obvious way to, to score it and to heighten the you know the emotional content and and uh, when you're doing gameplay stuff it's it's not it's not the same same thing. So you, for the darkness to you you came in this is the second game in the franchise and uh, yeah. so did you look at what Gustav uh, Grefberg did for the the first first score at all or did you did you try to stay in the same universe or did you go from a, a blank slate? Um, I mean, I, I looked at it a little bit. Uh, the score was good, for, you know, for the Darkness one. I, I didn't really, um, I, I just, well, I listened to it for reference, but just, just, just a very tertiary sort of a um, listen. And uh, they, they didn't really, we we didn't want the same approach as that score. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, it was, you know, like listen to this. This, I mean, we liked it, but don't do anything like it, right. sort of thing like that. so. And it's, you know, when you're dealing with such an over-the-top concept as the game, and many video games kind of have that, and you hear composers go overboard, and I love how you didn't, and you played with subtleties, and, and you know, portions of the score had a kind of a mysterious uh, fantasy quality to it, and it wasn't hardcore rock, which is, you know, the trailer had Nine Inch Nails, and it, and it definitely looked like they were trying to tailor it to that audience. Um, would that hard style, would, would that have worked in the darkness, too? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, it w- you know, I mean, it's one of those things that, yes, it would work. Um, we made a conscious decision not to do it that way mm-hmm. from the very from the very beginning. Um, I did a score uh, uh, back, I think, in 2005 or 2006 uh, for The Punisher, where um, we did do, you know, a pretty hardcore rock score in, par- in parts of it. And it, and it worked really well, and it was, and it, you know, it just kind of depends on what you're, the game player is looking for some people you know really like um you know how how it turned out you know really like the the sort of uh the way i kind of turned it was uh, i was going for an old school approach but with like kind of modern you know flashes 
Um, so, you know, trying, and the reason why I did that was, was I thought that would, we would try to be a time, sort of a timeless score and it would, uh, you know, it would appeal this, it would kind of enhance the story between, you know, Jackie and Jenny and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it wouldn't, you know, you would, you would, you would listen back to the score and, you know, 15 years from now and you wouldn't think, oh, that was written in, you know, blah, 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 you know, and, 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 uh, whatever year that would be. And so, you know, it's 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 easy to date yourself if you're going for that rock stuff, and it's been done so often um, that I think right. that's why. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, we really just tried a, a new, fresh approach. So, if if you're just looking at at the darkness too specifically, what what did you want the music's function to be? Well, of course, there's a lot of you know, as in most video games, there's a lot of action. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was you know a very strong component was you know, how to, to drive the action and drive you from, um, you know, one quest to another quest to another, um, you know, storyline. And, uh, you know, for me, um, the, the most important part was to, to try to wring as, as much emotional uh, quality out of the, the, uh, the gameplay as possible. You know, the, the story is, you know, very strong, very, you know, very horror-based, you know, sort of, you know, love, love lost and, you know, you know, trying to, you know, save your girlfriend or save her from hell, you know, that sort of stuff. And, um, um, I really try to heighten the dramatic part of that rather than just, you know, um, roll over it with a bunch of, you know, big beats and orchestra stuff where I I really wanted to try to, uh, in the moments where the music could, you know, play up the story that, that was, that was my main goal. Mm -hmm. And, um, which and it, and it, it work is fantastic. I, I I was listening through the score and it's it's I really love it. It's really great. Yeah. And, well, uh, thank you for that. I, I do I I do appreciate the compliment. It's, it's very you know it's very kind. And um, so overall, not just with darkness, but with other stuff. When you when you're writing, um, what stimulates you? What stimulates your writing more? Is it is it plot, character, or setting? And and what what speaks to you the most? And then how do you incorporate? kind of the rest of the, you know, aspects into it? Well, I, I, I think, I mean, the plot definitely, uh, I mean, the setting does too, is, of course, but um, I think the plot is probably the, the, the number one factor mm-hmm. in, you know, in how I would write. Um, and, and for this game, um, I, I tried to, I wrote the theme first, and, you know, pretty pretty standard practice there. And right. I, I really wanted to develop develop that theme over you know the whole the whole score and um you know bring it back in in lots of different places and 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 just you know it was a very simple theme but uh i think you know it was powerful in, in its in its use and and uh you know i just i tried to incorporate that as much um you know music from from action music to the dramatic ports the points um to the cut scenes and 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 you know there was two main themes um, the darkness theme and then Jenny's theme, mm-hmm. and you know, and and I, we didn't we didn't try to go. There was other minor characters, but it didn't feel like it wanted to be, say, you know, like Star Wars, where there's a you know imperial theme and right, you know right. this theme and that theme. Um, so we we just stuck to the the two uh, main themes, and we even made the, the themes um, they related to themselves in a way, so they were sort of intertwined and, and, and they would be be able to be used in, in the same space and uh, um, you know because much like much like the story there the the darkness and Jenny are all kind of wrapped up 
in 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 themselves. They're mm-hmm. so related to each other. So um, you know, it, it felt it felt just right to to, to have it work that way. And um, yeah, definitely. And uh, uh, you're so not just the darkness, but you're you're doing a film called the the Liberator with Lou Ferrigno, yeah. right? That's coming up. Yeah. I, and, mm-hmm. I, and I watched the trailer and. And uh, I mean, it, it looks like a hilarious kind of action. I mean, I, I don't know when he there's a scene where he cracks a guy's back, and I was I just started laughing because it was just Lou Ferrigno like picking up a guy and snapping him. In half. <laughs> um, but uh, so you know, it's a it's a low budget action film, yeah. and then there's a lot of composers getting started who are having to deal with low budgets and budget constraints. Right. Um, what's what is there? Do you have any tricks or tips for working around something like that? Yeah, I mean, I think. You know, I, I think uh, for me, for when they approached me actually um, because they had heard my score for Red Faction Gorilla, mm-hmm. and they really liked it, and and that was sort of the template for the for the music that they wanted, and they approached me, and and you know they were very um, you know complimentary towards me, and and it, it makes it easy to say yes when when they're like, wow, we just you know we love your music and. You know, we think you're a perfect fit for it, and we don't have a lot of money, but you know, is there, is is there you know, something that we can do here? And I just I found it to be a very interesting project. So it it you know it it became more of a labor of love rather than, well, let's you know you know let's try to you know make as much money you can off this or whatever like that. So right. I think yeah. So I mean I think I think for for your early projects you just have to you have to look at it as, you know, every opportunity for these young composers is, is a good opportunity because. Um, every film or game or any, any sort of project has its own unique set of challenges, and the only way you can, um, you know, overcome them is to, you know, go through it. And regardless if you're getting paid or not getting paid, um, you know, every composer I know still at, at, at every different level still does work for free or something like that as, as you can. And if you believe in the project and you go in with a good attitude, it will come out okay. But if you if you're if you're if you're grumbling going in, you're gonna you're gonna have a hard time, and 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 you know, <laughs> you're gonna grumble the whole time, and you're not gonna write good music, and and no one's gonna appreciate you, and it's just gonna be you know a lot of pain and suffering for nothing. But yeah. uh, if you go in there with a good attitude and 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 whatever, you, you know, I think you'll succeed. I mean, the most of the composers I know that you know that are my friends or or coworkers or or whatever is. Um, you know, they they just the, the number one component is they have got a great attitude and they're you know they they you know it's a labor of love and we're so blessed that we can you know uh, make a living and, and and write music at the same time. And uh, yeah, nobody wants to work with a, an unpleasant person. <laughs> no, no, and I know and I know guys that that are out there that that are you know uh, have a hard time and they're not pleasant to work with and and generally I I, I find that they don't get you know, calls back and, um, you know, having a good attitude and being a good, you know, there's, there's a lot of talented writers. I, you know, there's a lot of games out there, a lot of movies, a lot of TV and, and, you know, I feel like I'm a really good writer, but I know, you know, 20 hundreds of writers that are equally good or better or, or whatever. Um, and, you know, just going in and realizing, you know, you're not, I mean, you're, you, you could be a great writer, but, if you're not also someone good to work with, then you know they'll just call somebody else. Right. Um, well, to to wrap up, I always like to to ask composers um, this question: if you if you had the opportunity to score any movie ever made, with no disrespect to the original composer, uh, what film would you choose? Well, 
it's hard to say. Uh, I mean, one of my favorite favorite scores um, was Planet of the Apes. You know, Jerry Goldsmith. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess I would love to to rescore that. Uh, that was, uh, uh, you know, although it's it's such a perfect piece of music that I, you know, it's 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 hard to say. I guess if I was looking at it from the other way, I guess I'd be trying to find a, a movie that the score didn't work well and then doing something better, I guess. But, uh, the Jerry Goldsmith score for, for, uh, for that was, I mean, I think one of the top, you know, um, top scores of all time. Oh, yeah, and, and classic, yeah. yeah, it's classic, you know, and, and for that time, time period, but I guess I'd like to do something like, I, I guess I would like to do like that, but maybe modern it up and, and, you know, and, uh, um, and do something like that. I mean, I, I mean, I like what Danny Elfman did for the the new uptake of it, but I mean, let's face it, nobody can touch Goldsmith. Oh, and um, yeah. and uh, so I mean, I guess that would be one. Another score probably would be um, something you know epic and and uh, um, you know thematic, much like uh, you know maybe you know something from the Star Trek series would be great to to uh, to try to tackle or. Or even something, uh, you know, intimate, you know, like, I don't even know who did the score for the remains of the day, but something that was a very, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, because for video games, you're always writing, and in, in some of the movies I've done, too, you're writing really to be as big as possible, right. and, and, and sometimes it would be, you know, great, it, it, it's, it's great when, when you can write to a comedy or something like that, so, um, or, you know, or, or a, sort of a, just an emotional drama stuff, it, it, it takes on a whole life of its own, so. Um, I kind of got off on a tangent there, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, I, I think those would be the two, two that if I could, if I could redo it or even here, maybe even, uh, Indiana Jones, oh, that would be fun to do too. Something like that would be too, uh, too much fun. But, um, so those would be my three. <laughs> all, all great answers. Um, but, uh, I'm out of questions for you, Tim, but thank you so much for yeah. taking the time. And, uh, you did a really great job with darkness too. I really enjoyed it. And, thank um, you. and you know, players enjoy playing the game and everything it's out now and uh and hopefully we get to do this again sometime in the future so um yeah thank, thank you i i appreciate it uh, all your comments and and your and your good questions and uh and uh, if you're up at gdc you send me a line and uh, i can meet you and and uh if not we'll uh, i'm sure we'll run into each other sometime all right thank you so much tim yeah, yeah take care bye. all right bye